Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sister Act, silent podcast recaps of Claim to Fame Season 2. I am your host, Gia Worthy, and like Elton John, I am also a famous Utah native. And joining me today, as always, is my wonderful sister, Ari. Hi. Hi, Ari. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm ready to talk about this episode. (laughs) Yes, but before we do... We have a first in Sister Act, which is we have a guest. Ari, would you like to introduce our guest? You might know him. Yeah. So today we have on my boyfriend and roommate, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Howdy. Oh, Ari, this this was a good episode. But it was really sad for me to watch because we are saying goodbye here to the icon himself, uh, Hugo, who we learned we have now confirmed is the grandson of uh, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sad to see Hugo go. This was this was a loss for the show. This was yeah. this was a really sad, sad episode for me. Yeah. Hugo's personal favorite of mine. I mean, he was just so hilarious in every episode he really added to the entertainment of the show he really was like the the silent mvp here i feel like right (laughs) now it's a little bit of the chris and gabe show right now with them being at the center of a lot of the strategy going on but seeing hugo just be kind of you know like the comedic side character through a lot of this and have some really good moments strategy wise and entertainment wise it's great to see it's it was great to have him on the show he was also a favorite of mine but now i'm really sad that he's gone yeah me too there was it was a rough uh, episode to process after this <laughs> i'm gonna miss his reaction faces i'm also going to miss that yeah. but he didn't make me a laugh a lot this mm-hmm. episode so he left on a high note <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, and so Ari, I do have a question for both of you. Do either of you happen to read Exit Press on Claim to Fame? No. No. So basically, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, so after every contestant, their elimination episode airs, the contestants do rounds of approved exit interviews with different um, entertainment companies like magazines franchises what have you um basically just to go over like you know do their final words their uh, any life updates and things like that of that nature or you know like what their thoughts watching the episode back now that they get to see confessionals and things like that um so i usually don't pay too much attention to them um personally but uh we got a very interesting update in this one, and that is that Hugo is 
now dating a former claim to fame contestant. Uh, do you what? guys want to give a guess? Do you guys want to guess who that might be? Um, Simone Biles. Wait, that's not <laughs> my my season one knowledge is a little bit rusty. You mean her sister? Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, wait. Oh yeah, that's a good point. It could be from a previous season. No, I have no idea. Wait, that's yeah. what you said, right? That it's from a season one contestant. A no, just a like a former contestant. So it could oh. be season one or two. Yeah. You think it's Olivia? Not like. Maybe Olivia. I don't know. I feel like he's he was younger than almost everybody in the house. It's Olivia. They are oh, okay. they are dating now. Wow. Um, I Cute. think Olivia Olivia is uh I think like four years older than Hugo. Their ages oh, on what? the Wikipedia. Yeah, the their ages on the Wikipedia page say like Hugo is. 23 and olivia's 27 so that's awesome yeah. they definitely had some chemistry they would in the shots that would be them <laughs> i'm very happy for them um yeah, i did cool. some instagram stalking on olivia's instagram page last night to just kind of see what she's about but she's a tattoo artist she follows survivor on instagram <laughs> which means i just feel like olivia and i would be besties <laughs> and uh, um, but she does not have any pics of her and Hugo up quite yet, other than like their group shots of like them hanging out with the cast. So wow, apparently great. this is a very tight knit cast, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah, JR broke down in tears. Yeah, he really lost it there. JR and I are the same. I also <laughs> broke down in tears. Oh my god. But this honestly, I am I really like this episode because even though we lost Chico, even though that happened, and I never want to think about that again because it's heartbreaking. And JR, like me, was also devastated by this. And I don't want to see JR sad. Who wants to see JR sad? Certainly not me. However, it was really refreshing to see the contestants that maybe don't have as much information actually try to do something instead of falling to the whims of Chris and Gabe here, even though they were way off base, even though they were completely wrong. And I was screaming at my TV that Elton John yeah. is, in fact, not from Utah. Yeah, they were there's so no way. excited and yeah. so wrong. Yes. To the point I where it started... To make me doubt it too, I'm like, wait <laughs> yes. a minute. Like, is there a way to be British but to also be born in Utah and yes. be a Mormon? <laughs> Famously, uh, Mormon Utah Ian Elton John. Um, to be fair, this cl the clue about being from Utah would not have impacted my discovery on who this relative. Like, I don't know what state celebrities are from. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was, you know, racking my brain for like, who's Mormon, and I still don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. effort I was like, um, Mitt Romney, like that's literally the <laughs> Mormon that I know, um, in like the public, like I don't, I know, I know other celebrities that are Mormon, but I don't know that they are Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't pay attention to their religions. <laughs> On one of the episodes that Cole was in, they were making guesses about Chris and said what Dave or like the uh, magician and said David. Oh Blaine. yeah, when they were and he said, "Oh, oh yeah," because I still have no idea who Chris is personally. Yeah, so. 
uh, like I have a Vegas residen residency for 13 years. We, I feel like yeah, we have I know so who many moves, it is. but like, you know who it is? Yeah, I know who it is. I'm not going to say who it is just yet. Yeah. But okay, it's because well, so when are Paul Anka and Billy Idol, but I don't feel good about either of them. <laughs> no, neither of those are right. But <laughs> so, so I did a little digging on mine when I was looking up who Chris's relative was because uh, they talked about one of the singles in the earlier episode when him and Jane were both thinking that this clue was for that person. Mm -hmm. um, so just kind of looked up who has sang a song called Puppy Love and based on who appeared oh, and oh, it was a, a Garth Brooks. <laughs> no, also not right. But anyway, so we had, um, so I start, but then like based on like teen idol in the seventies and some of the other clues, it was able to piece it together. But I did like some serious digging on this one. That was, mm -hmm. Um, it was similar to what I did with Jane because I had to look up celebrities born in 1946. Mm. And I still almost got that one wrong because originally yeah. I thought it was Cher. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Chris might win. Yeah, I know. But well, not, without, not without difficulties because yeah. they are not. So I feel like at this point last year, it became very obvious to me that Elsie and Logan we're going to be the final two and one of them was going to win. Even like the, the oddest thing that could have happened is that like they were going to definitely be in the final three, likely the final two. And one of them was going to win. And, it, and part of that is just because they had all the information. And while I loved the other contestants in the show, they weren't doing a whole lot with knowing that Elsie and Logan had all of the information. Where here, they know how much power Gabe and Chris has, namely how much power Chris has, and they're putting the pieces together, and they they are not successful so far, not even close, but they are getting very, you know, they're putting the pieces together, and they're trying to take out the person that is set to win, <laughs> and I I appreciate that. But I feel like at some point they got to start dropping some more obvious hints onto who this person could be. Yeah, they the clues started getting really obvious, I feel like, by this point last season. Yeah. And I think for part of it, it was because some of the, like, the wine cellar clues were a little clearer and... Mm -hmm. There, the the clues. It was much easier for us as an audience to figure it out, and therefore, having people in the game, it was much easier for them to figure things out. But we also thought this about Logan last season as well, because they, the the house mem, uh, the house members did not have any knowledge about country singers, so it seemed like Logan was getting. Uh, not to say that he wasn't playing the game because he definitely was, but it looked like Ro Logan was essentially getting a free pass on a lot of these things because people just did not know anything about country singers to be able to identify his celebrity relative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, th but that's fine. That's fine. There's still a couple episodes left where this is episode seven. We have 
three more episodes now. And it looks like this next one is going to be very juicy. Once again, people targeting Chris, but also looks like a bit of a fight is going to be going on with between Gabe and Chris. So like the girlies are fighting and I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yes. That's the drama we need at this point. Yeah. That is the drama we need. And I'm very excited to see well, what goes. I'm wondering if, uh, I mean, obviously, with the unanimous vote, you know, Chris was thinking that Gabe was going to vote for him, and he clearly didn't. So I think that's going to maybe come into play next episode. Did he expect, did Chris expect Gabe to vote for him? Especially I, if I, Gabe knows that everyone in the house is going to vote for Hugo, so it doesn't really matter? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. all right let's start with the beginning of the episode before we get into the challenge so we know that gabe and chris have a very solid partnership moving forward they know that jr is related to lil nas x and uh chris is in a really good position because he has every clue that is currently around in the house like he is well aware of who everyone is or he has the information to know who everyone is I don't think they've been able to pin down Monet's relative yet but Gabe is aware of this and he says he wants to use Chris but is also aware that Chris is his biggest mystery moving forward and that's where things are a little difficult for me to kind of fully support all of Gabe's choices here this episode because why are you continuing to give him some more power? Like that, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I understand we only see so much of the edit here, but come on now, come on now, Gabe. This is this is a little too much. When the I read the episode description, and I was like, two players form an alliance, and I was like, oh, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> yeah, like there, it already started last episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and they have shown us throughout the season, little bits and pieces of them working together, even if it was just them talking to each other Mm -hmm. about, oh, I think it could be this person. So this isn't like a new thing. Yeah. The real alliance of the episode for me is Hugo and Monet. And we all know (laughs) it was not effective, but boy, was it funny. (laughs) It was. Oh. They invented comedy. I loved them both so much. And I yeah. so sad this duo was broken up so quickly. <laughs> it was funny when Hugo got a giant paper cut and had to get a band aid. He went through so much this episode. It was so <laughs> We hate seeing our boy suffer. And then. But Gabe is not the only person that cannot figure out Chris. They have been doing, everyone in the house has been trying to pin down who Chris could be related to. They started with Nicolas Cage. They got to Elvis when it was Jane's time to guess and Jim Carrey. And now they think they're on track now that they have enough information to guess that it was a musician. But pretty much everyone in the house that is not Chris or Gabe agrees that Chris has to go. And when we get to, you know, we're starting to get some ideas about who it could possibly be, but now people are leaning more towards Billy Idol. They are in the musician realm finally, but they are still not quite hitting the mark here. 
And they have very little information to actually point them to Billy Idol being the relative. Yeah, there's really nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's the challenge of the show is that if you don't know this type of person or this yeah. era, era of person, then it's going to be really hard to figure it out yeah. without yeah. your phone or internet. And you can also, like, like there's, like, some confirmation bias at play too because if you're if you convince yourself you can make the clues point to what you think yeah yeah and it's so much easier for me to say like oh I know who this person is related to because I'm able to actually look up things on my phone to get information (laughs) for me to determine who their relative is they contestants here do not have that luxury they i i really want to see people like looking through the house for more clues because i know they're probably doing it but i need them to have something else for chris because oh my god it is so frustrating them freight it is so frustrating watching them dance around the obvious answer for me is 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 it obvious would would ari and i know this person yeah, you guys will okay. know this person. Oh, I think it's I not so it <laughs> it's not so obvious. Like this is one of the most famous people in the world right now, and you all would be like, "Oh yeah," but if I said the person, I feel like things would start making sense to you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know a ton about this person, but I know enough to make that connection. Mm. Yeah. And then Chris is not done with schemes, as we have seen, because him and Carson both agree that they have no information on Gabe. Whatever information they have on Chris, they have even less on Gabe at that this point. And that's because Gabe's clue is the only clue left in the wine cellar now. And they both agree that if they win the challenge that is coming up, they will share Gabe's clue with each other. And before we get into the challenge itself, I need to ask you two, should Gabe have picked Olivia's clue here, even though he knew if Olivia was going, it was going to be a worthless clue, just so they could have JR's clue still as an option? Hmm. I mean... Wait, when was it? Because you last said... Last episode. Oh, last episode. Yeah, okay. so yeah. last... Yeah, so, there's no way to know. <laughs> Well, so this is this is what my logic is. So obviously Gabe can only do so much in like predicting how this challenge would have gone. But Gabe like so Gabe's clue is the only clue that is left in the wine cellar currently. And last episode we saw Gabe pick JR's clue largely in part because he can't pick his own clue. And Olivia's clue was also in there. But if Olivia guessed wrong, which is what happened, then Gabe knew that the clue he was picking was going to be worthless. So I think what he should have done, knowing that by picking JR's clue and having Olivia's clue be null and void this episode – you don't want he the first challenge he loses, his clue is the only one that's going to be available. So I think Gabe should have taken Olivia's clue just so they have the option to look at JR's clue. At least decrease the uh, chance. Yeah. 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 At least decrease the chance. Cause let's say this challenge is the same and Gabe and Chris end up winning. 
they're not going to pick Gabe's clue with Gabe in the room. Now they have JR's clue available to them. They pick that one. They do the same song and dance that they did last episode and figuring out who JR's relative is. Yeah. And Gabe at least gets an extra week of his clue being available. Yeah. And no, in fact, I remember when Gabe was picking, he was like, Oh, I don't think Olivia's going to be here that long. And yeah. he just like put her clue down. That's a good point. I would have, I don't think I would have thought of it like you did with increasing yeah. your odds. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have. I mean, he definitely wasn't thinking that far ahead. <laughs> no. And again, there was really no way to say this is definitely what would happen. But I'm just yeah. thinking in terms of like, okay, you don't want your clue to be the only clue in the wine cellar. And even though they don't know a lot about Gabe, they also were completely off base about JR. So I feel like that would have at least given him some more options here. Yeah. 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 But let's talk about the challenge because I actually really like the structure of it. But in terms of execution of some of the choices made, that's a little different. But this is the final six challenge, and they are going to be competing in two pairs uh, – or, sorry, three pairs of two. They're going to work together to piece shredded dossiers for each of the opposing teams together. And once it's complete, they can look at the back of the dossier with all of the clues. But looking at the clues will eat into their time. And the first team to finish all four dossiers win. And another thing to remember is that there is no immunity from now on, but the winning team will get their trip to the wine cellar to pick Gabe's clue and get to pick the bottom two. So still a lot of good things happening here. And then Gabe's advantage is that he gets to make all of the pairs. So he gets to pick who joins his team and he gets to pick the other pairs here. And so he picks Chris to be his team member and he decides to piece together the other pairs based on who he thinks will not work well together. And it was Carson and JR and Monet and Hugo. Um, and he totally betrayed Monet here. Monet is pissed. And I, the more I looked back and thought about this, I don't blame her because it's not just about picking teams and everything. It's not just about that. Like him thinking that he'll most likely win if he's working with Chris here. Everyone's aware. It's it's an open secret about how much power Chris has here. So mm-hmm. you are giving not only are you giving him access to the only clue he does not have, but you are also like Monet gave you her blessing to take her clue with the assumption that that secret would stay between you two. So it does not make sense from a strategic standpoint for Gabe to not pick Monet here because then the assumption, not only are you building trust with Monet, but then like you each have each other's clues. And I know we already showed Monet the clue, but the uh, way of thinking that he would want to tell Monet was like, okay, I have your clue. It's a secret. You have my clue. It's a secret. Yeah. So I, it just doesn't make sense to me for why he wouldn't pick Monet here. Yeah. There's really no, there's like no sides anymore with this episode. Like it's, it's, well, it, well, I mean, I guess the sides are Gabe and Chris against everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think 
I think Chris has kind of gotten into Gabe's mind. I mean, when you watch Chris, he's he's a sneakster. He's, he's like like he's the evil genius. He's like yeah, he's like a quiet, he's like a semi quiet evil genius, and he's he's like convincing Gabriel that you know to, he's he's basically like feeding Gabriel's ego. Not that he even has a big ego really, but that he's got all this power and that Come, it's like his kind of like right right hand man whispering in his ear. Uh, but that I mean that being said, they did win the challenge and I think that they're I think that Chris and Gabe both like, Yeah, I mean Gabe has also even, been even not on the same team. Like if 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 it was Gabe and Monet against Chris and you know I guess either you know person then it would Probably be like a neck and neck match. Um, I guess I guess uh, Carson and Jr. still did pretty well. Though. They were right behind. Yeah, they were neck and neck. Yeah, yeah it was but not they, a complete they have blowout. Clues, though. What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they have many clues. Jr. and Carson. Oh, like the wine cellar clues. Yeah. I they don't get wrong completely anyway. So. I don't think uh, I don't think either of them have won a challenge yet. They have, yeah, they haven't won. I, they've seen a couple of them, but yeah, yeah, they've seen them, but they haven't they haven't actually won a challenge themselves. So this was a very close match between Chris and uh, Chris and Gabe and the team of Jr. and Carson. Gabe and Chris, yeah, uh, just edge out JR and Carson here. It would have been very interesting to see JR and Carson win here. So I know why this happened, but I was really hoping for JR and Carson win here. Yeah, this was the first time I like really wanted Carson to win a challenge. I know. Carson is growing on me. I have yeah. to say like yeah. I have brought, when she, when it was Shane and Monet versus Carson and Olivia and Chris, I did not care for any of them, but Olivia and Carson are very much growing on me now. Yeah. Yes. And Chris still not so much. What? No, Chris, Chris still not so much, but Chris is Carson, yeah. I don't dislike Chris, but when one person is in power for so long, I just don't want it like just for the fact that no one has any idea about his relative, it's just kind of yeah. like, ugh. Like I it's just not entertaining to me. I like the yeah. power shifts more than anything. <laughs> and uh, it was, and obviously Monet is just my favorite person possibly ever. So I just want to see her successful. Yeah. And they were um, still very funny at this challenge. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Monet and Hugo, they were providing the entertainment for <laughs> this challenge because they were certainly not providing any type of um what's the word suspense for <laughs> like they were very far behind um hugo was a very slow puzzle piecer um is yeah. what we found he got a paper cut um at some <laughs> point so uh even with him taking his time he still found himself injured here yeah. And yeah, it was it was a really rough time for both of them, but they made me laugh the entire time. So I suppose in that way they were successful. And they did they did pick up the pace. At least they got the first set done. Yeah, at least they got so. something. It was honestly 
I was expecting JR to not do well here. So it ended yeah. up uh, surprising me. Although uh, someone did break up a good point on the Twitter web about like JR's been injured with his foot. So I don't know, or his ankle, oh, I think yeah. it was. So I don't know why they made him the person that was doing all of the running around, but that's yeah. just me. It, it was also a bad ergonomic setup because in the yeah, episode, well, JR like, was like, oh, my, oh, my back hurts. hurts. And it's like, yeah, because you're leaning over three feet for like half an hour or so, yeah. you know, rummaging through this. JR is just an absolute mess here because even when they got the dossier together, he was just saying, so when they got Chris and Gabe's clues down, they were focusing on Chris's clues and JR had said, oh, well, I don't, we don't need to worry. We don't need to worry about Gabe. I got Gabe because he thinks that Gabe is related to Julius Peppers and which is also so wrong, but like Gabe or sorry, not Gabe. JR is our Pepper. Like they are the Mm -hmm. same player and you cannot convince me otherwise and i'm i'm obsessed with them like pepper and jr i love them both but so wrong so confidently wrong and i love them for never winning a challenge not even coming close to winning the challenge no not that's the other thing is like he's been in the bottom (laughs) bottom so many times and he's still around like he's made it through i'm i'm obsessed Except for Gabe and Chris, everyone thinks he's an athlete too. Yeah. Even Hugo was like, I know he's related to Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that was so wrong. Oh, oh, I forgot about that because (laughs) in his dossier, in JR's dossier, one of the things, the first thing you see in like the description of his celebrity relative is that they're the first LGBT and then the rest of that sentence is blacked out. Right. Hugo's like, I'm confident he looks just like Dwayne Wade, but is Dwayne Wade gay? (laughs) (laughs) As far as we know, he is not. Yeah, Um, I'm pretty sure he's not. No, he is not. He is married to Gabrielle Union. He is very supportive of his trans daughter, which I love. Yeah. Um, He does have a trans daughter, so he is very supportive of her, which I love. We love Dwayne Wade here, but it is, that is not JR's relative. And it's just, it was just very funny to see. Yeah. It's just so wrong. It's almost as funny as Carson saying is Elton John from Utah. Like they're in the same, <laughs> yeah. the same spectrum of, oh my God. No, she, she was growing on me too until she said that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, now we got another take a break, take, take another break on Carson <laughs> after that one. It was, so we are a little. I'm a l- jumping a little ahead here, but another unintentionally funny moment is after Hugo and Monet think they get Chris's relative. And the first thing Carson says as she walks into a room is talking about how JR is such a useless motherfucking teammate. And then she gets like interrupted middle, like midway through to talk about this plan that they have. It's just this, this side of the house is the, such a mess mm-hmm. and they're not even a functional mess. But I love them. I love them so much. Yeah, they're they're trying. Very entertaining. I was hoping someone would have picked Olivia and guessed Carrot Top because that would have been. (laughs) (laughs) I we we were so close. We would have gotten such good 
such that see that's how you get chris out is that you have to get him to incorrectly guess someone but the problem is gabe keeps giving him all the information he needs i know i know someone needs to throw a fake comedian his way about monet like say she's related to like bernie mac or something he doesn't know gabe he doesn't but I don't think, see, I don't think he's going to guess a person unless he's like 100% convinced on it. And I think you could convince Chris that there is another, like that Monet is related to like a different comedian other than the one that he is related to or she is related to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't think he, he doesn't know Monet either. I feel no, like you'd he, be able to do know because Gabe showed Chris because Gabe was like, oh, I got to show Chris because Chris knows how to solve all the clues. And yeah. Chris didn't even know what Curb Your Enthusiasm was or he's never seen it or anything. Yeah. I am very excited to see where this goes, though. The, the hard part right now is that Carson is still in the game and they finally have their relative her relative pinned down so i feel like if chris does find himself in the bottom as the guesser next episode he's gonna guess carson yeah 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 or he could guess jr he but could yeah. I, I guess he's not 100 like, percent sure yeah, though. like you like you said he probably won't because of that i feel like he's gonna go for the sure thing yeah yeah but that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll, you know, we're thinking ahead here. Chris might just eject himself after this fight with Gabe because it looks pretty <laughs> heated. And yes. So at the very end of this challenge, Gabe and Chris win the challenge and they get the trip to the wine cellar to look at Gabe's clue together. And uh, yeah, everyone else is just planning on how the hell are they going to get Chris out here? So Hugo wants to be the guesser. And since Gabe and Chris each get to pick a person to be in the bottom two, Gabe says, okay, Hugo's my pick for the guesser. And Chris is going to make himself the guesser. That's what we know. And we'll get into all of their conspiring in a bit. Let's talk about the wine cellar trip here because I feel like Mm -hmm. this is going to come up next week. So... (laughs) So Chris and Gabe go to the wine cellar to look at Gabe's clue. This is why I see. I don't like this. I, I wish like, obviously this is just what happens because they picked clues for people that are still here and a bunch of people that didn't get their clues picked were eliminated mm-hmm. already, which is why we only have one clue left so far. And we waited a couple episodes like we were a couple episodes further down the road when they didn't have the wine, when they were out of wine cellar clues. So we get to the wine cellar, they pull Gabe's clue and I kid you not, his clue is literally just 10 babies and a drum and product for someone with such a seasoned like career because yeah. Gabe's relative has literally been working since he was a child. Yeah. They were so wrong. It, I laughed. So it was though. so funny. So but it was it it was just wild to me. 
Oh my god, there was just so much to process here. That yeah. it was so and, funny. I feel like they were so unserious about this clue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of worked because Chris. Well, Chris is also in the mindset that games an athlete, an athlete still, yeah. but uh, yeah, that he. It was funny also to see Chris be like, "Oh, here's another one that I have no idea what it means." So. Yeah. And then when everyone, well, what everyone's asking Gabe, like. Is it obvious? And he's like, yeah, to me it is. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's obvious to me. But I feel like if anybody but Chris or Carson apparently got that clue, like if you showed that clue to like Monet, Jr., or Hugo, between the three of them, I feel like they're gonna figure it out real quick. Yeah, because I don't. That's like the only major news item I have heard about Gabe's relative. Yeah. Yeah, at, at, of recent, I should say. Well, and then the drum, I mean, the drum. Yeah. That was like a hit, you know, that was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, the drum was also, I feel like if you really think about, like, movies with a drum in it, you can start piecing it together. Yeah. And there's not that many, especially with, like, drum literally in the title. Yeah, exactly. It's just like they're so uh, – it, it's just very interesting to watch. There's just uh, – they're, well, they're, they're mostly not, millennials. I feel like they should know. I feel like that should be kind of obvious. But, Chris, Well, Chris has yeah, already said that he does yeah. not get pop culture references. Yeah. And now we know yeah. he's Mormon. So, like, not that Mormons can't be into pop culture, <laughs> but I feel like Chris is just really not into pop culture. Yeah. But his wife is. But his wife, his wife knows everything. So, but if they ever do a spouse's version of this, I want his wife. I have a feeling she My has more of a personality than Chris. She, she must. I hope she does. Or else I feel like she is going to be the moment. lively. She's like the sunshine to Chris's grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. So later, like at the very end of the episode, before we get to the eliminations ceremony, Chris does not have any idea about what Gabe's clue even means. So he shows it to Carson, which is a bit of a betrayal to Gabe, but Gabe betrayed Monet. So all's fair to me personally. And uh, Carson also has no idea. She looks at an immediate like, what is 10 babies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, they have no idea, but they have a clue now to look between the two of them and I feel like eventually it's going to get figured out. And uh, Gabe should not have made the choice that he did to have Chris be on his team. No. Nope. Should have yeah, done. Chris can't be Chris is not to be trusted. Yeah, no. Chris should or Gabe should have picked Monet to be on his team and split up Carson and Chris between yeah. the two of them yeah and then yeah that's it and be honestly i feel like there is a world obviously this part is a little trickier because they don't like know that it's going to be a pair challenge at final six but it was a pair challenge last season at final six so i feel like just put a couple like two and two together that they could have tried to figure out a way where it was like we need to have people throw the challenge so that Gabe, like Carson and Chris do not get Gabe's clue. Like they literally yeah. have everything else between the two of them. But 
that is neither here nor there. Let's talk about the plan to get Chris out because they there was a lot. So everyone except Gabe agrees that Chris has to go. But Gabe is wrong for not wanting that. And they start going over some of the clues that they've picked up over the game, including this latest challenge, which is the comes up with a colorful coat, um, puppy love, a residency in Vegas. They also talk about um, him being from Utah, which was on the dossier, and a couple other things. And they were thinking Billy Idol. But Billy Idol is not known for any of these things. So kind of a shot in the dark type of clue. And then they are mulling over this idea of the colorful coats. And Hugo says, I got it. What if it's Elton John? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, and you're so right. They Monet, get so excited about something so wrong. I'm so sad that it get it ends the way he does because Hugo was so proud of himself for coming up with that. Like, even in the confessionals, he's like, I figured that out. Like, that was all me. I'm like, oh my God, you sweet, he's sweet so child. Fun. He was so proud. It was just like, this is going to be so sad to watch unfold yeah and uh everyone is everyone feels pretty confident in it um gabe knows that if hugo is voted in he's probably going to pick chris as the person and he knows what the guess is going to be and he doesn't like it but he's not going to do anything about it but uh, Carson does bring up the valid point that is Elton John from Utah because he does known for colorful coats. He does. He has had a res- residency in Vegas for a very long time. And, uh, you know, like he, uh, you know, he is known as like a very flamboyant actor. He was popular in the 70s. I don't think he was a teen idol in the 70s. But again, kind of another reason why that wasn't the correct guess. Um, but Famously, Elton John is British, which is famously not in Utah, and he has like a like some kind of title, like Sir Sir Elton John. Yeah. So there were just several reasons why this was so incorrect, (laughs) so so wrong. Was Elton Um, John hot in the seventies too? Teen Idol. He wasn't a teen idol, but yeah. He wasn't a teen idol, but he was a big performer in the 70s. But yeah, it's the teen yes, idol okay. part. And I He's did also not... like openly atheist. Yeah. Yes, uh, that too. I don't think they looked too deeply into that portion of it. <laughs> or the Utah part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they so everyone feels pretty confident there is a little bit of a wretch in the plan here because hugo asked chris about gabe's clue um and chris at first is like no i have it but i am not giving it to you and then he decides okay you can have the clue if you are if you guess carson at the elimination ceremony and hugo's kind of in a bind here because He's confident in Carson's clue or in her relative. However, they've all been just spending the entire day conspiring against Chris. So we could also be running into a Cole situation here if he didn't take the shot. So Hugo is 
considering this offer so he can get Gabe's clue in return. But he's also considering the original plan, which is to guess Chris. So we get to the elimination ceremony. Gabe picks Hugo to be in the bottom two. Chris picks himself. And then Hugo is unanimously voted as the guesser because no one wants to give Chris any more power than he already has. And uh, Hugo picks Chris. And Chris realizes that he had just been played. But by the grace of Mormonism, I suppose, uh, Hugo guesses Elton John as Chris's celebrity relative. And that proves to be wrong. So Chris is safe. His celebrity is a secret. He lives to see another day in the house. And Hugo is very sadly eliminated. And it is revealed that his relative is Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Yeah. He had a sweet, uh, some sweet words to say about him. It was very sweet. So I feel like recently we have heard, like, not recently, but I feel like um, in his later years in life, we've heard a lot about Jimmy Carter doing like a lot of charity work and stuff like that. Like he does houses for, or like Habitat for Humanity and things like that. So, um, a lot of positive press for Jimmy Carter, but uh, the most recent news about him is that he had been admitted into hospice. So he, you know, he has been very sick for a while. Uh, as far as I know, he's still alive, but at the towards the end of his life. But Hugo has a lot of really beautiful things to say about Jimmy Carter and his legacy and how he stands for everything that Jimmy Carter believes in as well. So I think that was like very sweet and a very nice way to end the episode. And it's very obvious that everybody loves Hugo in the house because people are so sad. He gets a group hug. Yeah. Like, like started sobbing, like fully broke down. Yeah. I, I know. And as he should, because I was also... I was devastated. I was so yeah. sad. Like, I knew that his guess was wrong and that he was about to be eliminated, but I was not expecting how sad I was going to be about it. Yeah. Well, everyone was, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really sweet because everyone was like definitely sad to see Hugo go. Yeah. yeah he's so humble and he's all smiles and, yeah, you know, he had a not, very graceful exit. Yeah. He did have a graceful exit. Yeah. It, it's very funny to see what Hugo's storyline has been considering he started the first episode being the first guesser and making a fairly cutthroat move to take out Carly when he did and which kind of make that very memorable first exit <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so not the arc I expected for Hugo going into the season, but it was, you know, now he's one of my favorites of the season, and I'm very yeah. sad he left, as I can see the rest of the houses. But basically, he died for our sins, Hugo, because yeah. he sacrificed himself so that they could get this really stupid pick of Elton John out of the way. They're back at square one. Hopefully, they will be able to pick, uh, hopefully, they will be able to uh, vote, like, figure out Chris's clue or. At least figure out something else moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Any other final thoughts we want to have about this episode before we close out? It was just so interesting to see how 
how badly they want to get Chris out to the point where they're, they'll just convince themselves. To the point where they're delusional. Yeah. <laughs> that was just yeah. really interesting and also just uh, very nerve-wracking to watch. And it was it was cringy. It was like, oh gosh, they can't they can't do that. It was watching it, Hugo's death in slow motion. It was pretty sad. Also, I looked something up while we were doing this, and I'm, I think I know it now. Chris's relative? And, yeah, and Paul Anka wasn't is related. Some It has play, plays a role. Okay, I will... All right, we'll talk about it after the podcast is done. <laughs> but, I did, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts yeah, I'll save it on for this. After. Yes, but... Thank you. This comes to a close another episode of Claim to Fame or of Sister Act and our recap of Claim to Fame. Ari and Adam, thank you both so much for joining us on this unprecedented episode. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. It's always great. You're you're welcome back anytime you want. So if there's any good episodes coming up, let us know. Yeah. All right. Now Before I do all of my plugs, Ari, Adam, where can people follow you? And is there anything that you would like to promote? Um, uh, People can find my Instagram if they want. It's at married to a palm freak. You got anything, Adam? (laughs) No, you can't. I mean, you could find my Instagram, but I probably won't accept your request. (laughs) I am working on an album, a rock rock album, Um, not quite uh, where it needs to be to fully promote, but uh, I want to put that on the back burner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And thank you both. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Classically Gia for all of my reality TV shenanigans. Um, This is not a Survivor podcast, but I do ask that as we are closing into the premiere of Survivor 45 to follow the Survivor Diversity Campaign page on Twitter as well. Uh, Here on Silent Podcast, we are doing the recaps of Claim to Fame all the way till our finale of season two. But I'm also doing Make It Work, which is the Project Runway recap podcast for season 20, as well as Slosh Survivor. I am in the works of editing our second episode. It's a lot. But if you like Drunk History and you like Survivor, you will love this podcast. It is where we recap iconic moments in Survivor history over drinks and We'll end up with results like episode two where we ramble for three hours and I need to edit through it. And some of it is indeed about Survivor. I have checked. (laughs) But it's been it was a very fun episode and I can't wait to hear more. Thank you all for listening to Sister Act and continuing to support us. Stay tuned where when we talk about episode eight, which is sure to be an explosive one. Bye. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.